Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Thought Cafe. So we realized that we never actually did a really formal introduction of who we are or anything like that. So we thought this episode would be a really great getting to know you kind of an episode. And obviously when we were bouncing out different kinds of episode ideas, Nikhil straight up, I don't think we've ever heard him sound so excited. He was so excited, like literally almost fell out of his chair from excitement. <laughs> like truly, even when we told him, like even when we like had our launch date, when we like, you know, like got our first episode published, nothing, nothing has beaten the excitement I heard in his voice right now. But anyways, cutting to the chase, this is an imitation of Vogue's 73 questions getting to know you with the Thought Cafe. Are you excited, Nikhil? I'm super excited. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, before we get into this episode, I mean, I don't know if this one needs as much of a disclaimer as some of our other ones do, but like just in general, like we're just three teenagers trying to have a podcast. <laughs> like, we don't really know much about anything. Um, you know, our opinions about each other are liable to change. <laughs> and just, you know, um, it's very much just three friends chatting. It's not that deep. So take what we when say with said, adult. When you said we were three teenagers just trying to have a podcast, <laughs> I was so tempted to shove it in this economy joke. <laughs> in this economy, it's so hard to be three teenagers. Teenager- teenagers with a podcast but like there was no smooth way to put it in there well you, you okay. managed to put it in there All right um i think we'll just start off with like one fun fact about each other i think that'll be a nice icebreaker mm-hmm. and maybe like uh-huh. a fun fact that no one else knows i guess maybe yeah okay, okay. Should we start with mira um, okay yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> okay uh, mine I think a fun fact about Mira is that she does rock climbing, which I think is pretty unique. Just literally pretty- everybody knows that. <laughs> I didn't know that until I met you. <laughs> That's all she talks about. Literally, it's it's two things. It's a debate or rock climbing. Okay. Well, if you didn't know, <laughs> Mira does rock climbing to all our listeners, especially the ones in Serbia. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mira does do rock climbing. <laughs> yeah, I do. Shout out to Rockville Climbing Center. Rock climbing gym. Uh, and I would say my fun fact for Mira, this is something that endlessly infuriates me about her because I've never been able to prove her wrong on this front, but I don't like it. So essentially, what? there's the story of an Indonesian volcano that includes <gasps> a lot of different European events, and she is obsessed with this Indonesian volcano. It happened in like the 1800s. Early- Not Tambora! <laughs> and like... As a very big historical nerd, I don't like the idea of this Indonesian volcano because it sounds fake to me, but I've never been able to prove her wrong on this front. So I would say a fun fact about her is just she loves this thing and I do not. Oh my god, wait. Everybody at home, go and Google the 1815 eruption of Mount Tambora and then like we should just have an episode about this. I could talk about this for hours, but it is the most fascinating historical event that you will ever research. Anyway. endlessly infuriates me i hate this fucking volcano i don't think it's real but i can't prove her wrong on this i haven't found any evidence not real i don't like it (laughs) okay should we do donna okay sure my fun fact is so basic but um 
If it's you have classes, that's terrible. <laughs> no, it's Donna's actually really good at cooking, which is like, I know that's a basic thing that everyone knows, but <laughs> but no, she actually is really good. She's a lot better than most of us. Like I tried cooking quesadillas. That's the limit of my chef <laughs> abilities. But yeah. Yeah. No, Donna is a real, really good cook. Check out the hollow. Hol- is it Halloween or Halloween Kitchen? Yeah. Um, bit of background on that. That's actually a pun off of my last name, which is Ghosh, but then it's Ghost and Ghosts Howl. We had it was a bit of a stretch, but you know what? It's fun. Go check it out. <laughs> okay. So mine for Donna, I don't know if this is really basic, but I feel like no one except maybe her really close friends know this. She really likes makeup and like playing around and like experimenting with makeup, which is like if you know Donna, you would never guess that about her. But like she likes makeup, which I think as a person who doesn't know anything about makeup whatsoever, like, I think that's kind of cool. Which, yes, I'm not a close friend anymore. I see how there's Donna, you know, share things with us. <laughs> I mean, like, I know nothing about makeup either. Sometimes I'll just like clap it onto my face and be like, does this look nice? Does this look bad? And it's just kind of like me endlessly doing weird things with my face and hoping it looks nice. But no but- one would guess that about you if you don't yeah. like yeah super cool not really something i advertise a ton i would say yeah it's just anyways nikhil (laughs) (laughs) um okay i guess i'll go first i don't know okay first thing this with i've only known nikhil well for like a little while so like yeah but Nikhil is a very independent person, which is weird because when you meet Nikhil, you're like, he is the most socialite kind of guy, like always wants to be around friends, always talking to people. But like, he is super independent with like everything you do, which I guess like, I I don't know if a lot of people would know about you off the bat. So I'm going to go with Nikhil's independent. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. (laughs) Appreciate it. I would... No, yeah, I think that's insane, because when you first meet Nikhil, he's very much, like, you know, like, one of the guys, like, he's really social and he's super friendly. One of the guys. (laughs) But in, like, a great way, not in, like, a misogynistic way. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, just to clarify. He's not a misogynist, guys. Um... And I guess my fun fact about you would, well, I kind of spoiled this at the beginning of the episode, but it would be that you're fucking obsessed with Vogue. <laughs> I was not aware of this. Um, truly, I hate to bring it back, but the excitement in his voice, y'all. Nikhil, tell no. us about your obsession with Vogue. Okay. When did it start? I don't know, was it Mark Wahlberg, I think? He has like, oh my god, they do the, no wait, is that MTV Crips? They do like the house tours, right? So mm-hmm. I think Mark Wahlberg or some guy, he has like a billion dollar house that has like a Starburst like manufacturing thing. Like you just push a button and Starburst come out. And like, I think that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Did that's Vogue it. do that? <laughs> that's where your obsession with Vogue started with a Starburst vending machine. I mean, the questions are cool, but like the house tours, that, that's where it's at. <laughs> that's where it's at. With like the three pools, like the 10 kitchens. Yeah, that's... They're living the life out there. Okay. I mean, they do have a couple billion, but all right. <laughs> okay, should we get into our 73 questions? Oh, yeah. God. Yes, let's do this. Okay. Uh, we're not going to get through all of these, right? No. <laughs> no. If you have any for us, you can leave it in the comments, and we'll be sure to get back to you guys. I'm going to be super honest. I fully expect us to get through maybe 10 and then hit like the 50 minute mark and be like, ah, shit, and move on. (laughs) Okay. 
So question one is, who is your hero? I know, starting off deep. You're welcome. Welcome to the listen. <laughs> By the way, shout out to Nikhil's mom. Because when Nikhil went, he very quietly just went, my mom, and moved on with giving us zero context. Shout out to my mother. You're probably watching this, but shout out to her. <laughs> one of our five supporters. <laughs> so Nikhil, your hero is your mom? Uh, Yeah, but I would say like outside of family, because I think outside of family is probably more like representative of who you are i think i talk about gary v a lot but i think he's really cool like he's a he's a real person um i think it's just cool what he does and then do you guys know who david groggins is no clue. Oh, he's like this insane motivational speaker and he's like super intense and it's super funny but like i just think those like motivational people like him um yeah gary v like the rock i think all those people who are just like self-made billionaires are pretty cool awesome okay what about you donna uh, I would say it's really difficult for me to pinpoint like a singular hero because I think that in a ton of different fields I have different people that I look up to. Um, you know, I I think it'd be hard to, but off the top of my head, I guess I would say I think John Stewart or John Oliver, just in terms of the work that they do with political satire. Like if I was ever becoming somebody that you know was really involved in the public sphere that was trying to influence people to do things i would say that they're kind of like they're really inspiring to me in the sense that they take funny takes on things sure but they're also influencing real change in society in a way that i don't think a lot of comedians like when given that kind of a mantle really step up and do because it's not their job to i think that's really inspiring i don't know if i would call them my heroes but they're definitely people I think of, of like things that I aspire to be or like, I don't want to be a comedian, but I think that's cool. Yeah. That yeah. Is- this might just highlight my indecisiveness, but I don't think I have a hero. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just think there are a lot of cool people that I like admire, but I, I can't like say that any of them are my heroes. You know definitely. what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I think Batman's cool. Batman's <laughs> Oh, yeah. Talk about Donna. Donna loves Batman. I think, didn't you get like all of the comics? I don't like, okay, here's the thing. I don't like Batman. I really like Batman's family, and I'm really into DC comics, specifically solely on the topic of Batman's family. Like his parents that died, or like? He has a ton of children. He what? does. So, do you know Robin? Yeah. yeah. So, Robin's like a real person, and there are like a ton of different Robins. So,. I think the current Robin is Damian Wayne, but I'm a little behind just because I haven't had the time to really catch up with what's going on with DC Comics. But there's Damian Wayne, there's Dick Grayson, there's Tim Drake, there's Jason Todd. There's like a ton of different sons. There's um Duke Thomas and Stephanie Brown. <laughs> you, by the way, you guys can't see our face right now, but Nikhil and I are just staring at Donna in pure confusion. <laughs> DC Comics is convoluted, but um, it's fine. Everyone should check out DC Comics. Okay. Okay. Um, our next question is: If you could live anywhere, where would it be? You want to start? Oh, that's such a hard question. Really? I would. I think. I mean, I don't know because I don't care about like right now. If I don't. You say care. like New York City. I'm gonna find you. In, like... uh, I'm just basic. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I would say like regardless, like because I don't really care about like the, not that I don't care about it, but like regardless of like the welfare, like whatever their policies are, I think Portugal is a really cool place because I went there with my family. And, like, me and my brother played golf there for a little bit. And, like, that's the life. Like, just eating the steak there, just going golfing and, like, in the nice weather. 
golf is the fucking grossest sport, man. Wow. Uh, way to come out all the golfers. <laughs> no, by the way, I'm not an actual golfer. I just do it for fun. I try my best. But... Who plays golf for fun? I think it's so that? boring. It's The best part of golf is driving the golf carts. That's wow. it. For the listeners about to leave, please don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? Where did you guys live? I don't know. I mean, I, I I don't know. Anywhere with good weather and not a lot of people. <laughs> like the Bahamas, but on like the off season? No, not like, I wouldn't want to live on like an island, but like, I have no clue. I'm indecisive, guys. <laughs> Fun fact about, about Mira. She's very indecisive <laughs> if you haven't heard already. Donna, where would you live? Maybe you'll inspire me. Uh... I would, uh, I like grew up in cities before I had to move to the suburbs. So I would definitely say, I know you previously threatened to punch Nikhil for saying this. <gasps> I really like New York. I think uh, New York City such a beat. Yeah, no, New York is lit. I would say either New York or Washington, D.C. Because, you know, I love politics. I think being in like the height of political messes would be fun. Yeah, no, like realistically, I, I lived, um, basically in dc like right outside of dc when i was younger and i would love to live in in a dc like in yeah in dc realistically but like if i could live anywhere i would not choose dc or new york like they're not that's fair yeah you know what i mean like i would anywhere. say separate of where my job would be i think like you know what's amsterdam amsterdam is gorgeous no, i know exactly where i would live where um, like anywhere like Newfoundland, like or or like um, kind oh, of like north north of Maine, like anywhere, yeah, basically anywhere in Newfoundland, like southern Canada, like oh, eastern southern Canada. I would live there. I think what we're all just learning is that every single one of us is a deeply pretentious person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're not wrong. Okay, um, let's choose another one. Um, ah. Oh, here's one that's a little more personal. What would you change about yourself if you could? Okay. Oh, Going in, in deep, Donna. <laughs> you know what? This episode was specifically created so people could know things about us. 60 minutes with the thought that day. <laughs> okay. Donna, what would you change about yourself? <laughs> oh, she flipped it. <laughs> she flipped it. <laughs> How would she flip it? I always knew I was going to have to eventually answer this. <laughs> Do you know the number of college applications that are probably going to be like, what would you change about yourself? And we're going to be stuck, like, dying. <laughs> no, we'll just send them this episode of our podcast and be like, here. <laughs> but what, what would you change? Uh, realistically, I think sometimes I get pretty angry when provoked a little bit. And I think I get really snappish sometimes. And sometimes I'm just in, like, a bad mood, and I think, like, I tend to take it out on other people unintentionally. And I would say that that's maybe my biggest thing. I would like to be able to kind of, like, keep a lid on it a little better until, like, because it's not the people around me's fault that I'm in a bad mood. So I would say definitely that. That's very mature of you, Donna. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> they wow. say this is two people that have had to deal with you like <laughs> so. What? <laughs> Never. What about you, Mira? Um, well, maybe my indecisiveness. <laughs> I can't decide on things from if my life depended on it, but maybe, I don't know. I think sometimes I make a bigger deal of things than they need to be. Like, yeah, and, that. you know, that 
can get annoying even just for myself because sometimes I step away and I'm like this did not have to be a thing why did I turn it into a thing so maybe that what about you responses wow (laughs) (laughs) okay to keep the flow keep the parallel flow of mature responses um I would probably say just uh caring like become more caring I think because I think like a lot like uh I don't know how to say this like even with the things like the things I run on the side like when people like when I have to leave people out of certain things I never like pick up the left behind stuff I just think thinking more about like how people are reacting to the situations like even with the stuff in the capital and things like that I think like now like I really don't care anymore which is a bad thing like I've become desensitized to all of it but I think just caring about like how other people are reacting to the situation is something I could work on this sounds like new year's resolutions this is so bad I do you New Year's resolutions? I do. Quite <laughs> myself in the back of my mind. I always have like one cradled New Year's resolution. Yeah, I actually saw something. I mean, this kind of deviates from our questions, but there's something about how like when you talk about your goals, that like it actually releases a certain amount of dopamine. So like it makes you less inclined towards reaching your goals, which is kind yeah. of weird. You know, actually what you were talking about caring reminds me of this question that I've been thinking of for a very long time and I always flip on my answer to it. Do you think empathy or apathy is a learned quality? Oh. <laughs> apathy, is, apathy is to hate, right? Apathy is to just not care. Oh. Um, I mean, I think... What was the question? That What do you learn? So, which one do you think is a learned quality of like human beings because obviously sometimes we're empathetic to things sometimes we're empathetic to things but at broad would you say we're born to be empathetic beings or apathetic beings and do you have to learn to be the other i think yeah i think you're born to be empathetic because like i think there's like a lot of science about like how babies react when they're first born to like their surroundings and things like that even their relations with their um mothers and that like they learn to like even as a kid you learn how to react to things and how to like accustom people and i think the apathy New word I learned today. Thank you, Donna. (laughs) Apathy. I think that just comes from just like being alive for so long. So you think apathy's learned? Well, I think neither. I I don't think you can sit down and be like both are innate or both are entirely learned. I think like humans in our nature, I think there's even scientific evidence backing this up that humans are in some way innately empathetic beings to some degree. Um, and at the same time, I think humans just don't care about certain things. Like, that's just, you know what I mean? That's, I feel like that's also an innate quality, but then I think as you grow and you grow older and you have more experiences, you learn to either be more empathetic or less empathetic towards certain things or be more apathetic or less apathetic to certain things just just because of your circumstances. I don't know. I would, because I know that there's a lot of science that discusses this. I don't know if there's a definitive conclusion on this. So, obviously, again, we're not really qualified to speak on this. <laughs> but I would like to think that we're inherently empathetic beings, like from birth. But I don't know. I think if these past four years have taught me anything, I don't really know if that's true, you know? Yeah. Well, I think different people also define em- empathy differently and will show empathy to different things. Definitely. Yeah. So, like, do I think Trump is an empathetic human being? Towards most people, no. To certain people, probably. Um, just not people I would be empathetic to. 
Yeah, I think on the point of empathetic, it's kind of leads to another question about what makes you laugh the most. What eighty swerve? This is the best, guys. Have you guys seen that thing? That it's like, what's a video that lives in your head rent free? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> what makes me laugh? Uh, Nikia, what makes you laugh? Because you clearly wanted this one eighty swerve, man. Thank you. Kind of bring it back to the funny times. It's okay. Mental <laughs> well-being. Um, probably. I don't know. It's kind of hard. I think sarcasm sometimes. Like sometimes sarcasm is annoying. So I guess just seeing other people laugh. That sounds super pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> but like I don't know why. Like you know, like some people have like really contagious laughs. Like yeah. I think those people are like the best people to hang out with. And like you can laugh at like anything. People always make fun of my laugh, and I get really annoyed. Bro, <laughs> my laugh is the weirdest thing. I get mocked for my laugh. You know, yeah. but like, it's cool that like when you're, it's like a group of friends and you're all like laughing. Like you know that point when you can't breathe, like you're suffocating yourself from laughs. That's that's the best. Yeah. I don't know. It always makes me laugh. I think this might sound like mean, but like I don't. Like when people do dumb things, wow. <laughs> joy. Like I'm not an optimist, but I am. Like if there's like a shitty situation going on, like my way to deal with it is through laughter. Whereas like I won't necessarily find all jokes funny, but if I'm in a shitty situation, like I know I will laugh. So like <laughs> maybe that. No, I definitely agree. Um, I guess the biggest thing that makes me laugh, I would say, is my friends uh, ew stop being nice thank you thank you uh aside from my friends i would say i don't know i i think sarcasm is a really big thing for me i would say i have like a pretty dead sense of humor sometimes um i would definitely say i think sometimes i'm supposed to react to things in like a negative way and my instinct instead of like crying or being sad about it is just a laugh because there's like a sense of helplessness in that situation uh so i would kind of agree with mira's beat on this i would say yeah anyway i think that's a good place to um take a little break um we'll be back after some chill lo-fi music and i guess you'll all get to get to know us a little bit more guys welcome back to the second half of the thought cafe's episode on 73 questions by vogue but our pale limitation of it and we frequently get distracted so i think we're getting through like 10 questions maximum today but whatever anyways um i hope you enjoyed that nice music break but let's head into our next section with i think this next prepared question which is what is your biggest complaint about your job but because we have no job because we're students what's your biggest complaint about your life (laughs) yes yeah (laughs) that was great you did well (laughs) i require validation (laughs) okay um biggest complaint about life like besides racist homophobic horrible human beings um (laughs) bad guys me took out racism first off and now none of us can complain about them okay I got something. 
share that's the point of of our podcast i think the biggest complaint is probably this podcast. no i'm kidding (laughs) Um, no (laughs) i think that my biggest complaint about life and the world in general is probably just people like doing what's normal i think like a lot of people have just got into just doing what's regular like a lot of people just go get jobs a lot of people he's just- not like other girls guys <laughs> if you watched mira's face you could see mira's face like you could see the joke come to her you could see her waiting to tell it and then when she got the chance you could see her spring like i watched that joke evolve and die on her face <laughs> no like, people just do like too much like basic stuff like i feel like the world kind of gets boring sometimes and, like people just need to mix it up are you calling donna and i basic is that is that what this is yeah no <laughs> no no no. i'm saying like everyone yo Nikhil, i will give you 20 <laughs> metaphorical dollars if you put not like other girls on your bio <laughs> like i'm not like other girls and that's it <laughs> yeah, <I do. laughs> no but yeah, yeah people are like too accustomed just to doing what's normal which, I mean, I guess, like, everyone does that. But, like, I, you. like, no offense, but, like... You know, I'm normal, too. I, like, do it. Like, I go to school. Like, I try it in school. Like, that's... But what would you do besides go to school? No. But, like, I'm saying, like, adventuring into new things. Like, like just I... like creating. Because I feel like now there's always been, like, five or six people who just create. Like, you have a Steve Jobs, like, every couple decades or every decade. But I think if more people just followed what they're... Okay, that sounds so cheesy. <laughs> Yeah, oh, now you realize this. Yeah, no, like everyone obviously does normal things because right? that's how you're a participating participating person of society. But I just think adventuring out to new things would be it makes society more interesting. Nikhil discovering that he was born in the wrong era and he should have been like a 1600 sailor. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna discover new land. <laughs> what do you mean discover Greenland? <laughs> the 21st century, he's out here finding Greenland for yeah. the first time. What about you? Guys? I mean, like, you're not wrong, but also I feel like I don't really know what the solution to that is. <laughs> like, give everyone a paintbrush and go, create! You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I Like, mean, it doesn't sound like a solvable problem. I yeah. think it feels just irritated with humanity on, like, a low-burning level sometimes, you know? It's because he's not like other girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just built different. I'm a different breed. <laughs> Okay, Donna, what do you think? What's your biggest complaint about all of humanity at the moment? Definitely a difficult thing to tackle. Um, <laughs> you know, you took the main ones. Don't really like racists. They kind of irritate me. Wait, really? <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify there, we, we do not condone <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that wasn't clear from our last 10 podcasts. <laughs> um... I would say on a slightly more pedantic level, people that irritate, well, not the biggest thing that irritates me about humanity, but I would say like the thing that irritates me the most about people in general, people that like act like they don't care when they do, like as I think I speak for all three of us when I say like all three of us really care about what we do. And there is, I think, a lot of passion behind everything we do. So what absolutely infuriates me is when you have people that do things and don't really care about them because it's like, why are you wasting your time? you know yeah no that's what i hate too when like people like there's people in our there's just people in general right but there's just people in general who i feel just like waste the potential that they have by just like doing dumb stuff like they just don't try in anything yeah but, I, mean, I did that too for like the first couple months of quarantine i literally sat on a couch and watched like i finished um the uh 
what's it called suits in like two weeks which is so bad for me but i think sometimes like people just waste their potential but it's not even like that it's like like let's say you take up like an after school like let's say you take up fencing right or rock climbing and let's say like you don't really care about it you just kind of do it because like i don't know you were asked to or like your parents are making you do it like I, i understand if you were forced to do something but if you just do something for the sake of doing it and you don't actually care about it like as someone that only ever does things I deeply care about, that's irritating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that can be applied to everything in life. I do feel like there are some things that some people do because they genuinely have to. Like, I feel like us, we're kind of speaking from a little bit of a place of privilege with this, but I know what you mean. Like, especially like as kids who are going to be applying to college soon. I mean, we all know people who are just doing things to get into college and they don't actually care or enjoy or passionate about what they're doing and it's like why and yeah I, I do think there's definitely like a level of privileges and like we have the luxury to only do things that we care about doing but I think that if you have the ability to do things that you only care about doing I don't understand why you you know like yeah I agree yeah I definitely understand though the people that like kind of have to do things and that's why they're doing them like this is definitely not a conversation I'm trying to have about people being forced to do different things yeah, I know what you mean. I think, yeah, I think for me, I, like, I don't, I mean, Donna knows. Um, what? I'm definitely not the most moral person at all. But I think, I don't know why, but I just feel like... Guys, Mira's not the Dalai Lama. Aren't you surprised? <laughs> yeah, but I, I just, I feel like sometimes I talk to people or I observe people do things and I'm just like, why would people just people who do things that I just like wouldn't you know that's wrong or that's bad or that's dumb or that like people who just do dumb shit (laughs) that I'm just like why would you do that like for me the thing that's been angering me the most um is you have you seen that picture of that manatee with the Trump oh yeah someone someone like carved Trump on the shell that literally like stuff like that pisses me off more than anything I mean not more than I but like just when people do stuff like that or like I don't even know I just I feel like sometimes nowadays and I guess people have been doing this for all of history but people just do bad things and I'm like can't people just be nicer to one another can't people like not <laughs> I think what all of us are just I think all of us are just kind of independently striving for like a moral good passionate different universe and we're all just like three gangly teenagers living in somewhere in New Jersey and we're trying to fight like the entire world right now yeah we're just like can we not you know cause like the death of our entire planet like that would be great (laughs) i would love if people cared about climate change yeah that would be amazing (laughs) okay so let's move on to the next question what did you guys want to be when you were small babies baby sized Nikhil came out of the womb like I want to be the number one person on Fortune, like one. On the, Vogue. Like he wants to be. He wants oh my god, be- he wanted to be on Vogue. Nikhil as a Vogue model. Check out Vogue in twenty years, guys. <laughs> I'll be on there. Nikhil, I love you, man, but you are not hot enough to be on the cover of Vogue. No, but it's not that. Isn't it just like rich people? 
Also, you have to like be yeah, like, you have to do something crazy. But you like, have to be like, like attractive and rich. No, I don't think so. I mean, there's a bunch of okay. No, no offense to people on Vogue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but anyways, when I was small, probably I don't know. I think I was like really into athletics when I was younger. I think that. Yeah, I think that's like most. I mean, that's kind of generalization, but I don't know. I was just kind of into sports at the time. I was like really, but I was a really big baseball player, even though I sucked. <laughs> but like, I was like, yeah, I thought like when I was like seven, I think I like, I thought it'd be cool to go to MLB. But like, obviously, I was bad. But that's that's my brother, right? Yeah. Weren't you like a soccer head in second grade or some shit? Soccer? Yeah, no, I played soccer. <laughs> I sound so athletic, even though I'm not really athletic. I played uh, soccer, baseball, and um, basketball. Uh, you were one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, I did every sport just to try it out. I thought athletics were cool just to like do it for fun. That makes sense. Mira? Yeah. When I was little, okay, this is the funniest thing because, like, if you know me now, like, as a rock climber, you would never guess that I wanted to be this when I was a kid. But I was really into ballet, and I legit was going to go to the ballet school in St. Petersburg, be a famous ballerina, and, like, just ballet. Like, I thought I was going to be a ballerina. That's kind of adorable, though. Like, little Mira trying to, like, be a ballerina. No, like, I took ballet classes, like, five days a week. Like, I was, like, when I was little, and, uh, and when I mean I was little, I didn't even get to, like... I know people who actually do ballet now are probably like, Mira, what the fuck are you talking about? But, like, when I was, like, five, I was like, I'm gonna be a ballerina. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact about me, I actually took, I think, dance classes in two different countries. Um, mm-hmm. I got kicked out of one of them, and then I left the country for the other one. But, um... Wait, you left a country for a dance school? I didn't leave a country for a dance school, but I had to leave the country and thus subsequently also left the dance school. But I got kicked out of one of them. Why? What did you do? Because the dance teacher was like, this bitch has no interest in learning how to dance. I was just hanging with my friends and it was a cold studio, so we'd all just giggle with each other. And she would be like, maybe your pursuits are in something else. And uh, we all had to leave. Wait, but what did you want to be? Did you want to be a dancer or...? No, I actually spent a very long time in my childhood wanting to be a chemist, but I didn't understand any chemistry. So I would, so I moved around a lot when I was younger. So I spent a lot of time in hotels and in hotels, you know how you kind of get like a ton of different soaps. I would melt those soaps down and mix them together and I would create potions. And then after two weeks, they would smell bad. And I was like, this is chemistry. That's really cool. It's actually really cool. All right. To get into our final question, the most exciting one of the whole podcast. I feel like this is going to be the most deep one. Yeah. Like this is the one that's yeah. really going to highlight yeah. like, all of our personality, yeah. who we genuinely are. Yeah. Um. So thanks to Donna, we now have this new question. Vote. Wait! Whoa! 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 I oh, okay. if I significantly improved the question. Right. How dare you! How dare you? I was the one that laid the foundation for this question. Yeah, but I made the foundation into a, the magnificent building that now is this question. Okay, part two is Mira's magnificent building, but part one is my magnificent building. Damn it. <laughs> Mira and Donna co-founded this question. Um, Vogue, you might want to consider adding this to your 73 questions. So 74 <laughs> questions with Vogue. Um, how would you fight 100 elephant-sized chickens or one chicken-sized uh, elephant? And what no, that's not the question. 
No, and then part B is... Oh, yeah, part no, part. no, 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 no. The question is, how would you fight 100 elephant-sized chickens? And then what's your tactical strategy? Well, no, no, no. First, you have to choose between yeah. fighting one chicken-sized elephant or 100 elephant-sized chickens. And okay. then you need to describe your tactical strategy for both of them. I think it'd be pretty easy. I'd probably just fight the chicken-sized elephant and my strategy would just be sitting on it. Like, I think it'd be cool to, like, ride the chicken. Okay, but what Do you know how big chickens are, Nikhil? <laughs> no, because it's a chicken-sized elephant, right? So it's a chicken the size of an elephant, right? No, it's, it's an elephant the size of a chicken. Oh. Oh, so then I would chicken just... Chicken-sized elephant. Oh, okay. I feel like that's not that fun. I'd probably fight 100 elephant-sized chickens. That'd be more fun. Nikhil, you're going to die. <laughs> like, like, ride them around, like, in the wild. That'd be sick. <laughs> But Nikhil, you have to fight them. You can't. Oh, I'll be friends with them. We'll be friends. We'll be best friends. <laughs> you fucking coward. Then <laughs> <sighs> with kindness from my hero Taylor Swift. I don't even know if that's her quote, <laughs> but we'll figure it out later. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor Swift's out here helping Nikhil fight one hundred elephant-sized. No, chicken. I would just play the. I would just play like the Evermore album to calm them all down. They'd all go to sleep, and then I'd leave. <laughs> Would you slaughter them? No! <laughs> what about you, Donna? What would you do? I'm going to be very honest. I would die, but I would probably be infuriated by the fact that someone like laid this gauntlet down at my feet. So I would try, I would die, and then I'd just... That's it. End of story. Oh. But how would you try? Like, what? what again, what is your tactical strategy? I would put my fists <laughs> and I would fucking fight them, Mira. But they're elephant-sized chickens. Like those are huge-ass birds. Like punch is not gonna do anything. Exactly. Hence the dying. Okay. Okay. Everyone has gotten a pretty good idea of who we are as people, our strategies, <laughs> and um, who we will probably not be become in the future. A ballet dancer, a MLB player, and what was Donna's again? A chemist with soap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks we hope you guys all learned a little bit more about us and we'll see you guys on the next episode of the thought cafe bye